On this inaugural episode, you'll learn about our history with Universal Orlando, as well as our feelings about the reopening of the Universal Parks. This is the first episode of Capture the Magic Universal. Everybody and welcome to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. This is episode one of Capture the Magic Universal. I am Jamie Lee. I am joined by Rhonda Stein. Hi. Jared Lee. Hello. And Jeremy Stein over there. Howdy. <laughs> um, so this, you know, I guess this is the first episode. You guys excited? I'm very excited. Very enthused. 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 So, you know, why did we come up with this? What are we doing? So, right. Well, we had always had the idea to do a Universal show. And then with Disney, at this point when we're recording Disney's, I would best say it's up in the air. Yeah. It's the best way to yeah. put it. Uh, and so we decided now would probably be a good time to do a Universal show because Universal is open. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. go ahead and, and do it. And we figured this is, this is the first show where all four of us are together. So we figured we'd just do a combined show with everybody see this is what i've wanted to do since we moved here you know have fine. a show where we're all on it together and we just haven't been able to do it yet you know what jamie dreams come true dreams do come true thanks jared <laughs> um so but today's episode we're going to focus on kind of our backgrounds with universal since you know we're, we're very disney focused obviously mm-hmm. um but we do we do want to you know like we said we're going to expand and Sometimes the the backgrounds like I like I've been a lot to Universal in the past, but I mean I know everyone's kind of varied. So we'll talk about um, how how much uh, experience we have with the parks and everything, and I was all, also like reopening, like how we felt about when they reopened the parks. What, was it like a week ago? Yeah, yeah, feel, one yeah, week ago, June first. <laughs> I feel yeah. like it's been forever well, ago. But and, and part of this will be us. Like we're not like when it comes to Disney World, we're we're all I hate saying experts, but we know what we're doing around Disney World. Um, when it comes to Universal, none of us are even close to that point yet of being experts. So this very much shows us taking what we know about Disney and kind of comparing it and then learning more about Universal as we go. So you're going to come along with us as we learn more. And if you know more than us, then just sorry and be patient, I guess. <laughs> right. Don't yell, don't yell to your... It will be a journey. Through. It will be a journey. An adventure, if you will. But before we get to uh, talking about that, we're going to um, kind of give you a rundown of our other shows on the capture the magic network we have Diz dudes that's every wednesday with jeremy and jared they do a live stream in club 32 usually on tuesdays um sometimes mondays it it varies we're highly organized i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> um but uh if you know club 32 is our private uh group that we that we have and it's we have exclusive you know content with, like live streams in the parks and Live streams of the Diz Dudes, uh, discounts on merchandise, stuff like that. But anyway, if you want to catch the live stream, you can go to to uh, ctmvip.com and sign up to be a Club 32 member. Otherwise, the episode comes on comes out on Wednesdays. Um, we have um, Main Street Magic with Rhonda and Jeremy. That's every Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, we have the uh, Capture the Magic podcast. That's with Jared and I, and that's Mondays and Fridays. Uh, we've got, let's see, Trip Tales is on hiatus right now. 
um, until until Disney opens. I guess I can I can start that back up again. We're gonna have Jonda show come That's back right. here soon. Yep. Um. So to look out for that on Club Thirty Two. Um. Another CTM with movies is coming to ya as well. Um. What else do we got, Jared? Do we have anything else coming up on Club Thirty Two? Uh, I mean, you got the cooking live streams. You got the cigar lounge. Mm-hmm. You've got there's lots of stuff in there. So lots of live streams and extra content. Yes. And also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and the Mainstream Magic podcast and leave us a review if you wouldn't mind. And also, check out our wonderful sponsor, Travel. Yes. So, uh, if you're looking to go to Universal, like we're talking about today, or Disney World or anywhere, uh, go to TravelZip.com. Uh, you can fill out the quick form there and let, tell them what you're looking to do. Or you can also check out now on that page the latest travel deals, especially with Universal. And as Disney gets some too, you can see the latest ones there. Uh, just send them a message and tell them what you're looking to do and they'll get in touch with you. They're not going to high pressure or anything like that, but they're really good people and we're excited to be working with them, Kendra and her team. So again, go to travelwithzip.com and it's basically like giving your own travel assistant that you don't have to pay for. Very good. All right, you guys, you ready to talk some Universal? Yes. Let's do it. All right. We're going to start at the end of the table there with Jeremy and we're going to kind of go... From him all the way down to Rhonda. And we're going to kind of give a, like I said, background of our experience with Universal. Um, when did you start going? How many times have you been? You know, how familiar are you with the stuff that's in the parks? You know, stuff like that. So, uh, Jeremy. Yeah, so first first time I went to Universal Orlando, it was the Islands of Adventure side. And it was 2003, I believe. And oddly enough, uh, this will mirror a little bit of Rhonda's story, I think, in some parts, because uh, I was living in Maryland. She was here in Florida, mm-hmm. and we had actually only met one time prior uh, yes. when I was visiting Florida to uh, uh, hang out with her best friend at the time, who introduced us. And yep. so um, somehow they coerced me to come back to Florida, and they were going to uh, Universal Studios, and I went along with them. And so we did Islands of Adventure. and. Um, not to get too sentimental, but I think it was actually the, the, the weekend that Rhonda and I like really connected and we're like, you know what, this might become something further. So as odd as it is with our Disney background and everything we've done there, Universal Studios is almost the place we fell in love. So this is say. what you would say is your true calling then? It, maybe it is. <laughs> maybe like, like full circle right here, right? So um, I remember riding Amazing Spider-Man over and over again. Uh, we ended up, yeah, we stayed at the Holiday Inn that's right there off of Kirkman. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, I just, I, I didn't, I don't remember much about that trip individually about rides except for Amazing Spider-Man. And then I didn't go again until May of 2019 when our older daughter, Kaylin had her fifth grade class trip there Yep. and I was a chaperone. And again, we did, did Islands of go. Adventure. And so then uh, went there, spent a full day. It was, well, we were probably there about six hours, and it was just go, go, go on the island side. But I didn't know a lot about it. And this is when, as Jared said, like, you know, not that we're Disney experts, but we know enough about Disney visiting all the time that this was all brand new. So I kind of just followed along. And then we just most recently had gone in September here of 2019 for my 40th birthday. Um, we had a park hopper. We did both parks in one day. But again, it was just go, 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 do as much as you can. And then until that point, last weekend was the first time we had been back. So that's what, four times overall I've ever been. And so, yeah, I mean, again, as Jared said, I think it's cool because 
we get to go back to when we started doing like Disney and learning everything and figuring it out and figuring out the app and how it compares to Disney. And so hopefully we can bring kind of everybody along on that same journey. And again, don't yell at us if we say things that we don't know because we're learning. But I, but I think that can make it fun. You know, I think we're going to get a chance to go a lot more as pass holders now and making this switch, not a switch, but adding this to Disney and we'll just see how it goes. So that is my quick, it's my what, like 30 second timeout. Of- <laughs> well, since we are talking about you guys both, why don't you just go into what, to your experience since, since he mentioned you. Yeah. So, um, it was, I remember that it, the funny part was, I believe it was February and mm-hmm. we were there and I had long sleeve on and I bought an Islands of Adventure tank top because it was so hot. Yep. Um, and I had, I believe I had jeans on, but the tank top worked and, um, yeah, so we had fun. Um, our friends that we were with fell asleep. So I remember, yes, Spider-Man, we rode a couple of times and that was a lot of fun. And then, um, yeah, then my next time was Jeremy's 40th birthday. Um, and it was, it was interesting. Um, as you and I both have motion sickness, um, I called and got a patch so I could ride all the rides cause I was very scared that I would not be able to. And we like powered through both parks and I wore the patch and thank God I did because it totally worked. <laughs> um, and it was, it was fun, but it was powered through and I was excited to go back to not powering through and just kind of experience and everything slowly, I guess. All right. Yeah. Very good. Okay. So 2003, you said, right? Was the first, first if I remember correctly, I'd have to yeah. ask my parents or somebody else because okay. I don't remember. Very good. Okay, Mr. Jared, what about you? I got skipped. This was a wave. A wave. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. I went back. Um, <laughs> well, we, may have, we probably mentioned it before on Captain Magic, but I went, first time I ever went to Disney and Universal, it was 98 and I was in eighth grade. And I remember at that time I liked Universal better, but that was, I believe that was the year Islands of Adventure had opened. Because it was brand new, I remember that. And then I remember Spider-Man Ride, I was like, holy crap. Because I always, I grew up loving uh, comic books. And I was just stoked that they had like a whole area for it. Uh, so I went in 98. Um, 99. We did not stay. We never stayed on property anywhere as a kid. I know I went back in my 20s, but I don't really remember any of those trips other than they were just hot and unorganized. <laughs> and then the one I remember the best would have been when you and I went in 17, uh, which was right before we did the show. And then that was where we stayed at Cabana Bay. We took our daughter. We did... I think we did three days at Universal. I think so. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly. And um, like, there was one, though, where, like we were looking forward to going to Disney more. So we didn't really like get into it a lot. But I've always enjoyed Universal. But, um, you know, given the choice, I would go to Disney. But um, that was kind of, yeah, that's kind of history of it. I've been a few times before them. And then last weekend was the first time since 17 we had really delved into the parks a bunch. Okay. Very good. How Did about you, anything? Jamie? Uh, I don't think I oh, okay. anything now. Um, okay, so I have I have a li- I have a little bit of a past oh, here. Wait, so wait. Well, I did miss. We went together um, before seventeen. Remember, we took a cab over. 
Oh, we went in 2015. Yeah, we went yeah. from Disney. We did. Yeah, from Disney. Oh. We took a cab. Yeah, I remember. Wow. Did. A cab? I forgot. Yeah, Not like a, it was Uber. Uber, Uber, a cab. Jurassic World had just come out. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Because that's where we had the Jurassic. I that was the first that. time they yep. did the Jurassic thing. I, that just popped in my head. Yeah. So yeah. I, I've been more than I, I lied. I've been more than I. Said. You've lied. <laughs> um. Okay. So I um I first went to Universal Studios Hollywood Ooh. when I was uh five. So this is 89, I think, and um, did the tour and everything. So my my first my experience starts in, in California. Um, I've been I, I don't even know how many times I've been since it opened in 90. Um, and we would go every time we went to Orlando. You know, we went to Disney, we went to Universal for a while. And then we skipped it for a while because it wasn't really there's really nothing new until Islands opened. Mm-hmm. And then when Islands opened, then we started going more and because, you know, spider-man and hulk was like the biggest mm-hmm. the biggest thing yeah. then they didn't have any any harry potter whatsoever it was just those things that were that were the headliners but um you know we went in 15 and we went in 17 and then you know we hadn't been since we went this past weekend so mm-hmm. um i went a lot as a kid and then took a break then went with jerry a couple times and took a break and now i'm back <laughs> so um so yeah so i i i enjoy it it's just Sometimes, you know, where I am in my life, it doesn't doesn't call for me ne- needing to go, except for now. Yeah, I mean, we, and we'll talk about it obviously on the show, but they're, Disney and Universal are very different parks. So it, it, it'll be interesting comparing mm-hmm. them between all of us. And, and I think most of our audience, obviously, we have a Disney podcast network. So most of our audience is going to be coming from that perspective of Disney. So that's probably where we can add the most insight. Because like we said, we're not Universal experts yet, at least. But we can say here's how if you're used to disney here's how it is over here and then if you're looking to go you can at least have an idea of what to expect because i think some people don't know what to really expect they only have Mm. they've only really gone to disney yeah well i can say just from a quick point is that for the first time ever like when we went back for my 40th or even when we went last year with kaylin um i wanted to play a overall arching comparison game which you can't play like you can't compare Disney to Universal from like your 30,000 foot view. I right. think you have to get granular and say, well, I can compare uh, quick service to quick service, table service to table service, hotel to hotel, you know, ride to ride, but you can't really compare them on an aspect of the entire park and experience. And I finally realized that this last week when I'm like, this is awesome. Like these two are so different and that's good for everybody involved who wants to visit Orlando. And Universal mm-hmm. does what Universal does, and Disney does what Univer- or Disney does. You don't have to like pit them against each other as an overarching thing. And so, yeah. I thought that part was really cool, and that's what I'll be excited. Like you were mentioning, Jared, to dive into with kind of seeing where they differ and where they're the same on like more of a granular level. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so we got the backgrounds done. Um, we kind of want to talk about, so we, we went to Universal, um, the weekend of, I want to say it was fifth. Yeah. June Mm -hmm. 5th. June 5th. Okay. And we all stayed at, we all stayed at Cabana Bay and we'll talk about Cabana Bay at a different show, but we kind of want to talk about, you know, going, going back for the first time in a while with the reopening procedures in place. Mm -hmm. So like the health and safety standards that were new, the, the mask wearing, the social distancing, the, heavy sanitizing, 
everything. Mm-hmm. So we kind of want to talk about our experience with that because I think a lot of people are curious because this will kind of, you know, melt over into what Disney's doing. It'll be very, very right. similar. Yeah. Right. So, so I guess we can just kind of dive into it. What do you guys think um, overall? Did, did they do a good job with what they said they were going to do? I Absolutely. Yeah, I felt like they yeah. did. I mean, yeah. it's one of those things that's such an unknown thing. And the crowds weren't crazy, which helped. Right. 10% yeah. is, is what people were and saying. And I'm still hearing that a week later that they're around yeah. 10%. Yeah. So once the parks get busier, it'll be interesting of if they're, you know, social distancing is still in full, you know, intact or if that's supposed to be going on, how that, you know, how that goes down. But, um, I mean, for us, you know, wearing the masks when it was getting warmer, it was, it was a little uncomfortable. I mean, at times, um, cause it's Florida and it's humid and lately it's mm-hmm. been insanely humid down here. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, you know, but other than that, like it really, it, it felt good to be back in a theme park. Um, and even the lines, like there's a social distancing, but it really wasn't that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. they were doing a lot of virtual cues, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm sure Disney will do, which was, and getting into the app was kind of interesting on that. So I, I think I felt it went pretty smooth. Um, I felt the employees were, you know, for the most part doing what they were supposed to be doing. Yeah. We think Rhonda, I was impressed with the people that were wearing all the masks and not like even the young children and they weren't like not wearing them. And then if, you know, like Lacey had a couple of problems and she pulled hers down and, you know, the team members would ask them to put it back on. And I was, um, I was impressed with the respect. That's the right word of the parks that people actually respected and did it. You know, I didn't see too many people. I didn't see anybody refusing. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, no one said like, I'm not going to do well, that. Well, most people I, aren't going to pay money right. to go into a place that didn't refuse typically. Right. right. Yeah. But, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was, I was really impressed with how everybody handled it from team members to guests. Um, it, it it was it was nice to see, and it was very much like when we went to the reopening of Disney Springs, you know, and and even went that same Friday we went down there. People were v- being very good, very respectful. Um, I thought, you know, for the most part, I don't. I honestly like I Ron and I were talking about. It. I'm like I'm trying to think of something that could have gone better, and I can't. I thought everything went so smooth. Everybody was so great about it, mm-hmm. and it like over what's happened in the past three months. It like restored a faith in humanity for me to see mm-hmm. how cool everybody was being. And like Jared just said, you would hope that now it wouldn't surprise me, but you would hope that somebody wouldn't go, I'm going to spend a bunch of money, go in there and just throw a fit because I don't want to wear a mask. And nobody was doing that. And I felt honestly for me, I felt safer in all those situations than I do going to the grocery store where 50% of the people aren't adhering to anything. And again, whether you believe you need these guidelines or not, that doesn't matter. It's a simple fact that they're put in place and people were doing it. You know, same thing. If, if you go into a place and it says no shirt, no shoes, no service, and you just walk in without a shirt or shoes on and you're like, this is me. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> that's why that's let, right. That's why, they don't let that's why Jared anywhere. doesn't go places yeah, I can't anymore, go anywhere. But <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Jared's like, I'm not wearing a shirt. I it's worked a terrible on this. Policy. I worked on this. But <laughs> <laughs> they were also selling masks in the park, which was yeah. really cool. Well, I yeah. will. The only thing I will say is the age requirement. So our kids are younger. So mm-hmm. we got a ten month old and a, and a three year old. And getting our three year old to wear a mask, she would 
put it on, but it's not that it, it, it wasn't going to be worn how it was supposed to be worn. And it just depended on the cast member. Some of them were very strict about it, but it's, I don't know if you've ever had to try to deal with a three-year-old wearing a mask. And it's, she did so good, she, though. She, she did really good, did. but again, they would come up, some of them would say, it needs to be over her nose. And then she goes like, Daddy, I can't breathe. And I'm like, how do I, like, sort of forcing it over her face? It's, a, it's right. one of those things, like, kids at that age, they just don't understand it. Yeah. And it's obviously right. something so brand new to them. So I don't know. And I get the... Like you were saying, whether you agree with it or not, I understand the spirit behind it, but the mm-hmm. execution of getting a three-year-old to wear a mask is a little bit um, difficult. I do want to address this. I think if you are in this position, if you have very young children like we do, if you have a two, three, four-year-old, and you just aren't sure, I would I would think twice about coming in the summer. I agree. Um, yeah. It's so hot and it, it's going to be a challenge for adults to keep it on. Even our 10 year old, Lacey will be 10 in July and she had a really hard time. Um, and I really didn't think she would at all. Um, and she felt like she couldn't breathe and she ended up wearing a bandana because that was better for her. Um, but yeah, if you, I agree. If you just, anywhere from three to ten to whatever or maybe try doing it around the house for a while first but the difference is air conditioning versus right. humidity that's and, and that and that's that was my well, main well, it, point it, 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 it did affect the it did affect the enjoyment because one of the rides we were in seuss landing and it was just her and i doing stuff in the whole time instead of enjoying like being on a ride together, doing stuff like that, there was especially the cast members on one of them. Were just every time I looked up, they were like telling me to pull her like thing. I'm like, okay, give me a break. I'm trying here, and it was like it took away like I didn't really enjoy the time with her as much because I'm constantly like it's one other thing to worry about. And especially if you have little kids, going to theme parks is hard enough yeah. without having to then add in are they wearing their mask? Are they wearing it properly? Blah blah blah. So again, I agree with Jamie. Like, if you're now if your kids wear it just fine, then you know then obviously every kid's different but i would probably wait uh yeah. Yeah. just being totally honest about it because it's just again you're spending the money you're going to spend it's not like they're discounting any tickets to you or anything like that during this um right. it could be a stressful situation as as going to a theme park with little ones already can be yeah and the mask was not only asked to be worn all the time it all the time on the rides oh, yeah. the entire time yeah and but i never just, ate a bug on a roller coaster, which I did enjoy. I will say that. <laughs> okay. I do think it's a positive <laughs> that I did not eat a bug. I did get some raindrops in my eye on Hagrid's, which was rough. Are you sure it was raindrops? I hope so. I thought you were wow. kidding. I wasn't, I wasn't sure where Hagrid was. Might have been some um, <laughs> unicorn stuff. Well, um, so we talked about face masks. I want to ask you guys, what do you think is the number one um, challenge that they'll have once crowds pick up? Enforcement. I mean, it, it yep. really comes down to once you have, you know, this is, I, I say this all the time, people are people. And eventually, like, whatever you, whatever you think about the policy, but once you start getting more and more people back in, and let's say there's not a big spike or whatever, the people will, will lax on it. And then it just comes down to what are they going to do if 20% of people just aren't wearing masks? Because they, yeah. they don't have the personnel to enforce. And we've, and Jeremy and I listened to the, Florida task force thing and, and they were asked specifically I think it was at that Disney. time it was Disney yeah. and it was SeaWorld about 
what are you going to do about non-compliance? And none of them want to say they're going to kick people out. So then it's going to come down to, are they going to go that far or are they just going to continually remind you? So I think their biggest thing going forward will be as long as the masks are required, the enforcement side. But I actually think the mask will probably subside. My guess would be by August, if I were to Maybe. guess. Maybe. Um, but that'll probably be the biggest issue. Um, apparently they do escort you to guests Relations guest services. Oh, if you refuse, uh, so they have had people that refuse. I, mean, I guess right. they have. That's just what I. Well, they have heard. those U rest areas. Yeah. Um, which I did check out because that's a good place. If you do have a little. And what one are the those? Park, what are those? They're a place where you can go, and they have them marked everywhere. Where you don't have to wear a mask. They're like a rest area. You can kind of relax or whatever. Um, and that's where you can take off your mask. You can yeah. just mm-hmm. socially just, distance. Yeah. 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 Um, they're still keeping you apart. Right. It's a good place there. Our our little one took a nap there, which yeah. was, it's a good place for there. But so they have those spots. So I would assume they would say, "Well, why don't you come in here?" And, and again, if you're going to go to a theme park and you know the masks are required, that's not really the place to make your last stand. <laughs> right? Like, exactly. Right. Like, right. I'm not wearing the mask. But it's like <laughs> you know, um, I you know I didn't I saw some people, but you know if you're eating and drinking, pull mm-hmm. it down and put it back up. I you know I didn't really see anybody that was just outright not wearing it for the yeah. most part. But no, agree completely. I. I yeah, I have anything to add. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> um, besides enforcement, I was thinking the busier they, they get, the harder it's going to be to be able to even social distance. Yes. Like, yeah. how how are you going to do that with it so, like, you know, and I know that's what they, they talk about with capacity and, and keeping it um, lower, but, you know, that is an issue that they're definitely going to have. And Well, and it'll be interesting because we talked about on the news show for on the Captain Magic podcast about they're they're talking about a po- possible incentive for like actually families like giving you money for going on vacation. Yeah. Um. So if they do that, they're incentivizing people to go on vacations, and Universal is a, a spot people would go. You're right. You could see a situation where more people are coming, and then what are the park? Do they then? I mean, you know, Universal potentially could turn to a reservation system if social distancing and the masks are still a requirement. So that's something that could be something that could happen. For sure. Um, yeah. You know, if, if, if they're seeing just a giant influx would, you know, that's potentially a, a something. Yeah. And I, you know, we, we, we talked about this. I'm sure you guys have talked about it on your show as well, but like, you know, right now it's just mostly locals in right. your castle. There's right. not going to be a lot of people that are coming, you know, from <laughs> Wisconsin um, right. down to Disney just to, to go to Disney Springs or, you know, just Universal if they're, if they're that. But, um, so I think we'll see the crowds pick up starting and maybe in like the fall and we'll get a better taste of how they handle it. But I mean, they were wiping down everything yeah. all the time. The cleanliness, sanitation, walking onto every ride and then, you know, personally putting the sanitizer in your hand. That's I right. Mean, yeah. They really did. And, and I, every time I looked, somebody was wiping down. I mean, even going down city walk, which is the main entrance every time we went and they have those long, you know, escalator walkways, whatever you want to call them or moving, moving walkways, walkways. There was somebody there at the end with just sanitizer on the handrail. And they were just standing there. Yeah. As it went through the, the whole thing. And so, yeah. you know, I, I really think they're doing everything. And, you know, I know some of it potentially is for show. But sometimes that show really works. Right. And to see that they are taking that much attention to detail, I think is is great. And again, I think Rhonda mentioned earlier about them selling the masks inside is wonderful. I mean, they're selling out of masks. You know, I mean, they sold out of two or three styles in, during the AP and the team member previews. 
and they're already starting to try and initiate more and bring in more and just, you know, I, I really was impressed with everything they've done. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure Disney's taking notes, even though it is a very different animal. I think right. they'll be able to take a lot from this and apply it to their own reopening. Oh, so. I'm sure some Disney people were at Universal oh, checking it out. All around. Well, and so that that's a good, uh, not to interrupt you, I was just thinking masks. So people will ask what's the type of mask is most, mm-hmm. most comfortable. I know for me, I, I've got that, it's like a gator that mm-hmm. has, you can get it wet and it's got a cooling effect and it is a little bit more breathable. Um, I can't put stuff on my ears because it gives me a migraine. So yeah. for the ones like you guys were wearing around the ears, like I couldn't even attempt it because I would just be, it would just do me in. But that was fairly comfortable. Um, but it, was your guys' mask pretty comfortable? Yeah, I mean, my biggest issue has been the ear thing. Um, I got a, I got a big old head and face. So if the gator that we had <laughs> bought pressed on my nose too much, it was probably a little too small. So I didn't care for that. Uh, the disposable masks that you can order in bulk off Amazon were not bad. Didn't pull on the ear too much. Um, cloth for me is fine in air conditioning. It is 100% not going to work outside in the humidity. It, gets, it definitely gets hot and unbreathable. The universal masks that they were selling have been my favorite so far. Uh, I had a large. It did pull on my ears a little bit, but not enough that it was like bothering me. And I felt it was very breathable. It was cool. Uh, came home, hand washed them. I mean, that's what we'll take this this weekend when we go back. And are they thinner, like thinner? They or? are like they're dual layer, but they feel like a very breathable, probably like kind of that gator material. I mean, yeah. it's almost I've like actually, that dry fit. I've actually feel. been told that it's like a silk and cotton blend. I can see that, and that is even supposedly what is better. Yeah, for um, protecting even. Yeah, that that's been that's been my favorite so far is the universal one. Second to that is the disposables that you can get, but that's not a good fashion statement, so I don't like them as much. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Understandable. Yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. Um, Do you guys want to add anything about the reopening that you noticed or you want to mention? Well, what I I really did love, and I would assume Disney, well, I don't know if Disney can do this. We'll see. I really like the, I'm not saying it works. This is definitely theater in a sense, but the, the one day temperature check once a day temperature check that you can have done at the hotel. If you're staying on property, they give you a different colored wristband each day. And then when you go to the park, you don't need your temperature checked again. And you technically don't need it checked for the rest of the day. Um, Obviously plenty of people have gotten a temperature in the afternoon when they didn't have one in the morning. But I do think that that made things move along so much quicker. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was very simple getting it done in the resort, which by the way, no one is there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas if you do get to City Walk area, which is the main entrance for all three of those areas, um, you could get a little bit of a line. I liked that ability to do that. And um, the the buses were never full, like never again. We never, never waited. felt uncomfortable. We never, never waited a second waited for a bus. They had buses all the time going, which yeah. is interesting because I remember we went in 15 and 17 and buses were in an issue. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't know if maybe that's. Uh, I'm sure they just have more buses running during all this now, but yeah, I don't know well, how it normally. People. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how it normally is, but yeah, I think in 17 we waited for like 35 minutes once. Oh wow. Um, Can't remember. So, but yeah, we. I literally every time we'd walk up, there was a bus. It was just waiting, and yeah. up on the marquee, yep. it said uh, "Capture the Magic Universal it did. Squad." I yeah, think. it was weird. And we yeah. didn't even know, <laughs> no, but I, that was up there. I'm pretty sure I saw it. Are you sure? Positive. Okay. <laughs> I would have taken a photo of it, but my phone's broke. 
He did. Okay. <laughs> he did break it. All right. So, so overall, you guys think they're doing a good job? Yep. Outstanding. Oh, very good. Yeah, as good as they can do. I mean, I don't really know what else, you know. Yeah, I, I felt it was fine. But yeah. again, the crowds were, were low. And it'll be interesting yeah. to see how that, again, it's like, it's sort of like a restaurant when it, when it opens. Like the first time you go, usually you go back and see if it's still there. So it'll be interesting to see how this stuff is a month, two months from now, stuff like that. Yeah. And, and I'll agree with Jared. If, you know, if you're unsure of going or you've never been, I don't know that now is the time to go. If you are okay with the restrictions or you're a local or you are somebody that's been before and you're not worried, you know, about maybe not seeing or doing everything. This is the time to go because we're going to be very spoiled. Yeah. You know, hopefully a year from now, hundred percent capacity. Hopefully everything is, is normal. It's going to be tough to walk into universal and be like, where'd all these people come from? Mm. Uh, (laughs) You know, especially with us diving into this for the first time, like in a sense, Oh, you're so spoiled. We're so so spoiled spoiled spoiled. after after three days. We're already spoiled. So I do think that if you are a local and you're, you're thinking about, should I go? Should I not? If you're within, you know, a couple hours and I, I would tend to go, um, Younger children, yeah. again, may have to think about it twice. Or if it is, you know, it's maybe not in your budget and you want to experience it at 100% weight. But otherwise, this is this is kind of the time. I mean, this is yeah. like private party. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. That, yeah, it's a very good point. Um, okay, so basically what we'll do on future shows is we'll, we'll talk about you know, we'll talk about the hotels. We'll talk about more in depth in each of the parks and, and things about, you know, dining, about the rides and everything. But this is just kind of a a little intro about us. And so if you if you have any more questions about like that and more tickets or any you know, paths or whatever, we will address those in future episodes. So one thing I did notice, the Universal Pro over Disney, not many bears. <laughs> I don't think there were any bears. Did we see oh. a single one? I don't believe. Wow. What about pickles? No, no pickles either. Pickles either. I'm pretty sure they're way too many danger noodles and Harry Potter needs to get a hold Uh-oh. on Slytherin and uh, uh, yeah. what's yep. going Sorry. on in the S word. But I think, but I think universe has a strong, no bear policy. Uh, so, so I saw I, a few signs. I can get behind that. Yeah. I can get behind well, that. Well, um, what are you guys just, just give me like one or two things that you're looking forward to doing at universal that either you'd want to do more of, or you want to do for the first time coming up here. Volcano Bay. Volcano Bay, Jared. That I haven't done it. We wanted to do it, but it yes, happened more soon it. last weekend. Harry Potter. Then you do Harry Potter. more and more Harry more Potter. More Harry Potter. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So good. Okay. I actually the, the more of the resorts too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've stayed. At, we've only stayed at Cabana Bay, which is amazing. But I'm very looking forward to staying at the other ones, like the pool areas and just exploring those a lot. Because I've I've mentioned before, I think Universal, from what I've seen from the outside, I think they may do values and moderates better than Disney does. I'm excited to relax park because again, the last trips, I mean, this past weekend was nice because I felt like we didn't feel a rush to do things. It was again, one of those things, like I've been talking about doing ET ride, which I know is like a hundred years old. Jeremy. I've been wanting to do it. <laughs> that part's going to increase me out, but <laughs> I've been wanting to do it. And I was like, I kept on like, Hey, we should do ET. We should do ET. And we just never did. And I didn't care because we can do it the next time. And that's one of the things that we've always loved about Disney once we became pass holders was being able to slow down. And now we can do it at Universal, which is pretty cool. Also, mm-hmm. riding Hagrid's over and over and over <laughs> until I get sick. 
Are you gonna write Hagrid's, Jared? Are you gonna? Are you I'll gonna get him on there. Suck it up and do it. I will probably write. It. So yeah, you wrote it and said I would hate it, but I really feel like you. I I feel like it's <laughs> one I should experience, but I don't get motion sick. I just don't enjoy it. So yeah. at worst case scenario, I just don't thoroughly enjoy it, and then I just go about my day. I can just go get a beer over there at uh, Hogmeade's. Honestly, thing, like it, it wasn't like yes. it wasn't intense at all. It was just the collection of things that you don't like about universe <laughs> about really roller coasters <laughs> just came into one ride, and I'm yeah. just like, oh, maybe universe is not the best park for me because I'm not a really big thrill ride person. So it's like you want to go upside down a bunch, like I'm good. And like <laughs> you want to drop a bunch, I'm not really. And like well, we got a lot of that. I do like. Tra- right. I did when we rode Transformers there. Actually, Spider Man and Transformers. I had my own car to myself. That's how low the crowds were. Yeah. I mean, it, and really in the was right. Was it due to crowds or was it because you're Jared Lee? I did yell that a lot. Okay. But I'm not sure. I wasn't they, positive which one it was. They kind of <laughs> security <laughs> told me to go this way. Anyways, it was, I swear. But um, I think this guy is a transformer. <laughs> he gets his own. He is insane. <laughs> but like part of it is a social distancing. They're not going to pack cars yeah. in. But literally like as it, all of the weight on the ride was you walking through the queue. Like I've never been in a Spider Man ride where the whole uh, the newsroom area, there was nobody in there. Like I was just taking pictures because I swear I took a bunch of pictures because there has to be some Easter eggs in there. Oh, I bet for the comics, and I was just taking pictures. I, I think I was in there for five minutes before somebody came in. Oh yeah, and then <laughs> I was like, I'm here first. And you're I, like sitting at a desk working. You like just, you just got in. You're like, I've got a news story to break, guys. I don't need you coming in and you guys are messing up my business. Works here. I've been here for five years. Have you not seen what Doc Ock is doing right now? Yeah. I got to report on this immediately. It's true. <laughs> True, but yeah, no, that the the low crowds was was cool, but yeah, it's uh, I don't know what I was gonna say. That's all I got. Um, I'm I'm excited to do more of the rides without getting motion sick. Yeah, the patch worked for you. I will say, Jamie, I don't know if you guys know this. If you listen to show our show before, that's life changing for you because Jamie gets motion sick around the house. You are not wrong. Like (laughs) she'll be doing something and she'll just go whoop, and I'm like, what's wrong? Whoa, uh, get motion sick. I'm like. You you just got up off the couch. I, I literally yeah. just stood up. Yeah. Yep. Oh wow. Um. So yeah, I'm excited for that. Um. To be able to like fully enjoy these rides that I haven't really been able. I mean, to you did before. Forbidden so. Journey, and you didn't get motion sick. Yeah. And Forbidden that, Journey for anybody that's motion it sick. It is intense. That ride yeah. is uh, a yeah. nightmare. If you yeah. it should have made us both. Yeah. But <laughs> there was one part when they were doing it. It was one of the Quidditch scenes that I almost was like, oh, I think if I had medicine or I wasn't taking medicine, I would have just thrown up everywhere. Yep. But I didn't. I didn't. I, did good. I, I did. I got to experience. So, yeah, that's what I'm excited. Well, for. I, I will say for that reason, shout out to uh, Doctor Derek for uh, getting us more of those patches. Thank you, Derek. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think that's gonna do it for this episode. Just kind of our intro episode mm-hmm. for you guys. Um, you before we, you know, we go though, we want to mention uh, where you should yeah, get some good coffee. And where's that, Jared? You should drink coffee at Expedition Roasters, right, Jeremy? You should drink coffee. Not so only good. Disney, but Universal. They themed. do have Universal. Harry themed. Potter as well. Yep. They have iced they tea do, too. They do, don't yep. they? They, they have sure a whole do. Harry Potter line, all four houses. They have a butterscotch. They can't call it butterbeer, I don't yep. think, but no. it's called butterscotch. So good. Yeah. So if you go to expeditionroasters.com, promo code CTM15, you'll save 15% off every single order you place, whether it's one or 65. Not 66, though, just 65. I'd recommend 65 <laughs> orders. 65 is a pretty decent amount. They'll, they'll cover you for about a year. Uh, and if you order at least $49 worth of merchandise, you get free shipping. And they also have some cool mugs. Yes, they do. We need to get some, mm-hmm. some new ones. Yeah. So, yeah, go there. Check them out. We've been, I mean, they've sponsored this dude since the beginning. They were there for our birth. So they were. They're with us now on this yeah. birth. They gave us a little little beanie and a onesie. 
did. At Expedition Roasters. And they said, go out into the world. Welcome to the world, guys. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yes, ExpeditionRoasters.com, promo code CTM15. Thank you very much, Jared. And thank you to my, I'll just call my panel here, <laughs> talking about Universal. Yeah. Thank you for, uh, for uh, being on this show, everybody. And thank you, everybody, for listening or watching. And as I always like to say, we will see you at the parks. Bye. 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 Bye.